Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. We're today with Megan Nain. She's the founder at iVirtual Technologies. Megan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you. So, Megan, why don't you start and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, I started my career in um, marketing and brand management at Procter & Gamble, and I've been working for the last uh, 26 years in various roles in marketing, analytics, and loyalty. And in 2018, I chose to found iVirtual Technologies to really solve the problems of virtual identity and also to give people more digital access to personalized options um, in other uh, digital marketing avenues. Interesting. So sounds like you've had an interesting career thus far, bringing you to you know founding iVirtual Technologies. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about iVirtual Technologies? Sure. Well, iVirtual has been around since 2018. We've launched three different products, or we're about to launch our third, I should say. Um, so the first product was really based on the idea that everyone should have a virtual identity. And so, you know, back in 2018, Avatars were uh, breaking onto the scene, Bitmoji was a big deal, um, and that was really gaining traction. And so we felt like iVirtual could create a more photorealistic version of yourself online. And that could have a number of different use cases. You can imagine way into the future, if you had a perfect digital copy of yourself, you could use it to try on clothes. You could imagine how you might look with a different hairstyle or if you worked out more, <laughs> different things you could do with a virtual avatar. And so we created our first project product, which was Heymoji, which with two pictures, you could create a digital avatar. And uh, this was a great proof of concept. But the first question that everyone asked us was, well, how do I control and maintain privacy over my digital avatar? So we then went on to create a product called You Own You, which was around consent management and giving more consumers more control over their data and information. And we actually sold that product to uh, a UK company. And so we looked back at our avatar technology and said, what could we do with this that would be really motivating um, for consumers, really solve a, a unique business problem? And we looked across the industry and we had a great conversation with a number of different sports teams. And it was really with those sports teams that we identified there was a huge problem to be solved between sports fans and sports teams. And I'll explain that a little bit more. You can be a fan for years and years and years of your favorite sports team, and they will never know who you are. They won't know you exist. Some of the biggest fans of all these great teams, whether NFL, NHL, NBA teams, they they watch in silence. Well, not in silence, but you know, in um, they're alone. People don't know they're there. They filled their basement with merch. They've they wear their um, shirt on game days, and the team never recognizes and rewards them. And that's because teams don't have great ways to collect fan data. And so they can't access them. So we felt this is a great way to use the avatar technology to help fans engage with their team. And so, and to use that engagement to earn points that then would allow them to get more access to the team and the sports teams would get more access to who their best fans are. So it sounds like it's really a no-brainer for, you know, a solution for teams. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, why more teams aren't necessarily using this and a little bit more about the intricacies of, of uh, fan made. 
Yeah. So Fanmore is the product. And so Fanmore is really designed for teams who love their fans and fans who love their teams. And so part of the reason I think sports teams haven't gotten into a loyalty and rewards system is that they haven't really needed to. Their fans have, you know, flocked to them. They've um, been in the stadium. And I think it hasn't really just evolved that way. Some sports teams are using points programs or they enter, they have contests that they ask fans to enter. But when we spoke to true super fans, they really wanted the team to be able to know they were there, to be recognized for all of their fandom, for all the things they do to support the team. And so creating that connection between teams and fans was what was really important for us in the product. And giving fans a an, an really authentic engagement opportunity with the team that wasn't pay to play, right? So that they didn't have to get a chance at winning. You know, they were really, if they engaged and if they earn points, they will get access to the team. So that's what was really important. And I think sports teams are really starting to recognize that opportunity to engage the 90% of their fans that never make it to a game that are outside the stadium. And I think that's just been a really, they're starting to realize that. And, you know, data collection is hard for a lot of organizations, and this gives them a really easy way to get into that. Mm -hmm. And it also sounds like it's, you know, a really hyper-personalized way to mm -hmm. connect. And I think that there, and correct me if I'm, you know, you may have seen the same thing, that there's definitely been a shift for, for fans, for individuals expecting more of that personalized touch. Yeah, absolutely. So in Mark, I've been in marketing for a long time. All we talk about is personalization, one-to-one -one marketing, personalization. It is just absolutely the thing that every marketer is striving to do. And very few are actually able to do it. Personalization at a one-to-one -one level is really difficult. And what's amazing is with our sort of personalized avatar technology, it's you. It's you. It's your um, digital badge of fandom that you're sort of sharing with the world. And that creates this, such this natural network effect where you're sharing it, your friend creates one, gives you a way to have a genuine conversation about the team and, and the brand is still in the team's control because they're um, creating the clothes that the avatar wears, the merchandise. And so it's a really nice way um, for the team to still have sort of brand ownership, but allow it to be spread authentically um, with their fans. And it's one-to-one. Uh, and it really helps them to understand who their fan is and gives us a 360 picture of where is the fan engaging across social accounts and and how are they doing that and rewards the fan for doing those things, which today they just go unrecognized. Yeah, absolutely. And I imagine that creates even more of a sense of loyalty with fans. Yeah. So we know loyal fans spend more as well. They spend three times as much as non-loyal fans. And so you can imagine if you're actually able to incentivize that or give fans rewards, they will start to gather more merch, spend more often. You can actually then personalize what you're creating for the fan. So you're going to start to learn like what beyond just sales data, what people are really interested in. And that allows you to personalize the offering for those fans in the future. Do you think it's that hyper-personalization and that emphasis on the loyalty and on the fan that really separates, you know, fan more from its competition and, and iVirtual Technologies even? 
Yeah, I do think it's the sort of interoperability is what I would say. So the fact that our app actually works with the sports team's ecosystem, so it plugs right in. So rather than, because the fans' loyalty is with the team. And so we really want to do everything we can not to disrupt that connection. And so, you know, our pilot partner is uh, the NHL club, the Seattle Kraken. And so all of our um, technology is built to be inside the Seattle Kraken uh, infrastructure. So fans don't have to go somewhere else. They're going to engage inside with the team, with all of the things they're they're normally doing. And I think that's one part that sets it apart. I think the other thing is that the ecosystem is designed for fans and for teams, but also for sponsors. So we know that sports relies on a, and sports revenue relies on a really deep engagement with their sponsor network. This allows sponsors to access the, the fans directly as well. So they can create offers and opportunities for fans um, that otherwise their sponsorship dollars would be much harder to quantify. Mm, interesting. And I, I don't want to put words in your mouth when I'm asking this question, but I have a bit of a hypothesis. And I'm wondering if teams, sports teams, think that they're doing a great job with the personalization and that they don't necessarily understand why it's so important to take this next step. Am I right in thinking that might be a common misconception? I think teams are, I think teams really understand that their biggest fans are outside the stadium. I do think they know that, but it is a big deal to run a sports team and to run those experiences, those massive stadium experiences, which are so incredible, the show that they put on and the athlete system. And I think they've just been really focused on that. And that has been um, uh, focusing on that in the media and broadcasting system. And now that they've sort of realized that, that broadcast rights are fragmenting, Things are changing. The ecosystem is different. I think they've realized that engaging with the larger group of fans is is to their benefit, but implementing a loyalty and reward system is can be difficult. And so we're helping to provide that expertise and also that sort of built-in, ready-to-go platform that's fully designed for sports teams. Rather than them having to build something from scratch, it's it's really out of the box and ready to go for them. That's so neat. That's fantastic. Well, you know, Megan, I think this has been a terrific conversation. As we start to wrap up, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with, whether about it, you know, iVirtual Technologies, about FanMore, anything that you want to leave our listeners with? Well, if you're a sports fan, I would really encourage you to look up FanMore. And um, if you're an accredited investor, you can actually get involved in the FanMore product. Um, if you go to republic.com, we're going to be launching a fundraising campaign. And so if you're interested, you can become an owner um, and a shareholder of FanMore and help to fuel its success. So you'll help us get all the fans connected to all the teams quickly. I love that. That's fantastic. Well, Megan, like I said, I think this was a very insightful conversation. Really appreciate you taking the time to break down FanMore, the importance of it, uh, and you know, just the, the roots of iVirtual technology. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, great to have you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen.